This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. The vaccine rollout is underway, and people in real estate are speculating on how it will help or maybe hurt some aspects of the housing market. 2020 was, of course, a very difficult year for many sectors of the economy, but not housing. So what changes might we expect in the coming year? I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. In 2020, we saw home prices rise more quickly while buyers waged bidding wars, trying to get into more spacious homes while they worked and schooled from home. The median home price was $266,000 in January of 2020 and rose to almost $312,000 by December. That's a rise of almost 15%. Record low mortgage rates made higher-priced homes more affordable, thus the increase. But by the end of the year, the U.S. only had 2.7 months' worth of inventory, and that's despite a very busy year for builders. The biggest challenge for buyers? Dealing with pandemic restrictions, higher prices, and a lack of inventory to choose from. But they had great interest rates and wanted to take advantage of them. So what can we expect to see in 2021? According to Realtor.com's chief economist, Daniel Hale, the party will continue in 2021, but just a little more conservatively. She says we're going to settle somewhere in between where we were before COVID and where we were during COVID. On the upside, buyers will be getting something they've been clamoring for, more homes for sale. Sellers who've been hesitant to list their homes out of fear of COVID germs may finally put their homes on the market. That should increase inventory and cut down on the bidding wars and other buyer concessions. But the experts say it will happen gradually, as people become more confident that COVID is under control. Sonda's chief economist, Ali Wolf, told Realtor.com, Some people will feel comfortable listing their homes during the first half of 2021. Others will want to wait until the vaccines are widely distributed. And that means that buyers should expect to see more homes on the market in the second half of the year. Builders will continue to do what they've been doing, which will also help the inventory problem. The chief economist of the National Association of Home Builders, Robert Dietz, says the growth in single-family home building will continue. He's predicting that we'll see a million new single-family homes and townhomes in 2021, which is sure to give buyers more opportunities. And how will all that extra inventory affect home prices? Well, probably not too much. The experts say demand will remain strong and that will keep prices high but they don't expect prices to rise as quickly as they did last year. CoreLogic's chief economist, Frank Nothalf, told Realtor.com, the very rapid home price growth that we've seen over the last few months should start to moderate. I expect price growth to slow. Realtor.com says prices are expected to rise anywhere from 2% to 6%, depending on who you ask, and that's far lower than 2020. Mortgage rates are also expected to move away from the historically low rates we've seen in 2020. The average went as low as 2.72% in late December, according to Freddie Mac, and even lower in early January. But as the economy improves, rates will likely creep higher. Realtor.com is guessing they'll move back up to the 3% range. Higher rates typically keep a lid on home prices, so that could help slow the price growth. It might even knock a few buyers out of the market, which could help decrease the competition. But a 3% mortgage rate is still pretty desirable so there probably won't be too much of a downside. But one big question that we're asking, will people return to the big cities from their comfortable pandemic homes in the suburbs? Remote work has allowed people to move to more affordable areas with larger homes, but they also moved away because the pandemic kept them from enjoying all the things they like about city living. So when restaurants reopen and the nightlife and cultural events return, will people move back? 
Experts believe they will, at least to some extent, especially among young folks. Realtor.com's Hale says, A city is not just a place to work, it's a place to socialize and meet other people. City prices will also be lower, which could lure people back. New York appraiser Jonathan Miller told Realtor.com, There's a dramatic reset in affordability. It's starting to trigger interest from younger renters who are priced out and unable to enter the market. He says rents in Manhattan are down 22% year over year. In San Francisco, they were down 27% by the end of 2020. And while we may see more younger people returning to the cities, families who've recently migrated to the suburbs may want to stay where they are. It used to be that the white-collar workers needed to be within commuting distance of a big city. The pandemic has changed that as companies have allowed much of their workforce to work remotely. And while the percentage of remote workers could change and adjust to a post-pandemic world, remote work isn't expected to go away. Families are also living more comfortably in bigger homes with yards and better school systems. They may ask themselves, why would we want to give that up? Experts say they probably won't. Chief economist for the National Association of Realtors, Lawrence Yun, says single-family homes in the suburbs will clearly be favored over the condos in downtown and city centers. He feels that it won't just be a demand for suburbs that we'll be seeing, but rather distant suburbs. That could be one of the more exciting trends that we'll see this year, a migration of people and families to lesser-known affordable markets. Builders are also expected to contribute to this desire for suburban spaciousness. As Realtor.com puts it, the phrase, bigger is better, may replace location, location, location. It says the median square footage in the third quarter of last year was 2,274. That's up from 2,262 in 2019. Location will, of course, still be important because you do want to own property in an area where the population is growing and the job market is strong. But buyers with a good-paying remote job may not be as interested in location as they are in the kind of home they're living in. And right now, the single-family home reigns as king. The article says if housing had a popularity contest, standalone single-family homes would win in a landslide. And that is expected to hold true even after the pandemic is over. And if people can't own a single-family home, they'll choose to rent one. That's what we're seeing at Real Wealth Network. You can check out the areas that are growing the fastest and have the strongest rental demand at newsforinvestors.com. And when you're there, you'll get referrals to property managers and property teams nationwide who can help you find rental properties with property management in place. Again, that's newsforinvestors.com. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors.